0: Hey gang, and welcome to the meddling kids podcast—a review of all things Scooby-Doo. I um, this one was something. I'm I'm Stephen Pappas,
1: and I'm Julie Kin. And today we're talking about the 14th episode of Scooby-Doo. Where are you, spooky space kook? And I gotta say, the theme of today is the word shuttlecock.
2: You heard me, <laughs> shuttlecock. Which is I'm a just child.
1: a hilarious word. I yeah, I wanted to give you a warning, Stephen. Shuttlecock
0: okay because it- <laughs> every time every time
1: every time i just like waiting for like the 12 year old and both of us to like be like Whoa? because this episode featured a glowing um <laughs> shuttlecock, shuttlecock, big one yeah. and, and uh it went up and down and uh, ultimately, <laughs> was rather unsatisfying. But that's all right. This episode had a lot going for it, and a lot of missed opportunities. So, um, what we're going to do today is give an overview of this episode, and then I, I'd like to talk about some other options that they could have taken that they they chose not to do. Um, you know, when you when you think of Scooby Doo apps, you definitely think of oh, the land developer who wanted the land, and that's kind of like uh pastiche, you know when in doubt. Oh, there's a land developer involved. And that's kind of where they went with this one, right? Yeah,
0: it was very creative.
1: Yeah, it was very creative. Okay. Spooky Space Kook. I was so excited because I was thinking, ooh, alien adventures. Or maybe it would be like a Jetsons kind of crossover, which I've always wanted. No. No, it's not. But there is a strong opening with some really high heart rate music, like the kind of music that they played when Charlie the Robot was walking around in foul play and Funland. Um, and then we see a spaceship land. And uh, again, this spaceship looks like a giant, glowing, kind of ragged shuttlecock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know how else to explain it. Anything you want to add to that?
0: Nope. That's... um. That's about right. I mean, oh, now yeah. that as soon as you said it, I was like, I know exactly. Okay, now that works. Yep. yep.
1: Shuttle clock. Um, and uh, there's also a spooky alien. Not only do we, so I mean, this episode starts off really promising. A spaceship and the spooky alien. Spooky alien guy. He's in like a spacesuit, and his head just looks like a skull, and it's laughing and glowing red.
0: Right. It looks kind of like a screen. Like it's a mask with a screen on it. Like like. I'm pretty sure I saw this costume at Walmart the other day. <laughs> like it it looks like some sort of like Halloween decoration that he's just wearing on his head.
1: Right. So, let me just warn for everybody because it's the Scooby-Doo show, every time they see this alien from a spaceship, guess what they call him? A ghost. I-
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't remember. Uh, A ghost.
1: A ghost? Why? Why, Scooby-Doo gang? It doesn't have to be a ghost. Not everything is like a previously alive being. It could just be an alien. But anyway, it's a ghost. Uh, Maybe that was in their contract for their first year. Okay. So, anyway, we see all this happening. Meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby are making disgusting sandwiches. They're like bologna with chocolate on top. And I think Part of what it is, is that they really love the sweet, salty combination.
0: Right. There's some... Uh, there's th- All I remember was meatloaf and chocolate syrup.
1: It could be worse. I'm just saying. Like, the liverwurst I and mean, yeah. ice cream sandwiches were far more disgusting than this.
0: Meatloaf and chocolate syrup. Um, I mean, any good meatloaf... Come at me, internet. Um, actually, again, c- come at Julie because I'm scared. <laughs> uh, but any good meatloaf has that like sweet brown sugar red ketchup oh sauce on gosh. top already. Yeah. So I mean, I maybe you totally just replace this. that with chocolate regret. syrup and you got that yourself a delicious, yeah. wonderful meal. Just um, these are just some ideas for you, Blue Apron. Um, <laughs> so we, hey, if you want to sponsor, sponsor us, us, I'll give you <laughs> ideas.
1: Absolutely. Okay, well, I would definitely try it. Um, so anyway, while they're making these sandwiches, this is in the back of the mystery machine um, with our traveling kitchenette. The mystery machine runs out of gas in front of a farmhouse, and this farmhouse is where we saw the shuttlecock land earlier. <laughs> so there's some promising shuttlecocking to happen. Again, uh, <laughs> This just sets up that this, I haven't used any bad words for the record. Um, We still get our clean rating. Okay, this sets up that the Scooby gang is just in the right place at the right time. Right, Steven? I mean, because the alien guy wouldn't have known that they were about to run out of gas.
0: Right. Well, well, just like last time, Greg wouldn't have known they were going to be on that road.
1: Right, exactly. So the alien couldn't have planned this. Well, the kids go into the farmhouse and we meet the guy with the best name ever. Did you catch it? I'm guessing you didn't. I will give you 10 bucks if you caught his name. Gergol. Not Gergol. No. Actually, <laughs> we don't ever hear his name for real, but the kids call him Mr. Farmer at the end of the episode.
0: Okay. Well, they don't go into the house yet. You're missing a very big part that is one of the only things I remember about this episode.
1: Well, why don't, why don't you tell us?
0: <laughs> Which is, they knock on the door uh-huh. to try to go into the farmhouse. And here comes Gerkel around the corner <laughs> with a massive like twelve gauge shotgun. Yeah, totally. And he's like pointing he's it. He's like them. shooting.
1: He's ready to shoot Skeet with that thing.
0: Right, and and he and he's uh he just keeps saying like like get off my property, leave. And they're like, excuse me, sir. Like, hi, let's talk. And he's like, no, right. I'm going to shoot at you. And they're like, no, no, like what, what what's going on? We need gas. And he. Is clearly telling them like I don't know if Athens, Georgia has the stand your ground law. Oh yeah. I don't I, I don't know, but he he clearly is like, You're on my property, I will shoot you, leave. And Velma and Fred specifically are just like, Oh, hey, Sup. Um, so what's going on around here? What you up to? What's your name? And don't yeah, they- question a man aiming a gun at you ever. Just give them what they want.
1: That's right. Back to, if you're being mugged by a mummy who wants a coin you stole, give him the coin. Right. Or a right? farmer
0: named Geragel who has a shotgun.
1: Right. So Geragel's saying, get off my property. I'm sick of you reporters. So first of all, Geragel does not really understand what reporters look like because this ain't it. But, and also gargol is gigantic, which sets up the premise that maybe he's the alien. We'll find out because it certainly wouldn't be some random dude we've never actually seen. Um, so the kids want to know oh you said reporters reporters what mystery huh 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 so they're like tell us why are reporters interested we're ignoring your shotgun and we're just gonna stand here and he says and this is very timely because the movie it just came out he says it's all because of it that ghostly craft from another world and they said a haunted flying saucer no, he, he didn't say haunted. The kids just add the word haunted. Cause, <laughs> well, like, they add
0: haunted to everything.
1: To everything. It's not enough for it to be just a spaceship shuttlecock and alien with a glowing head. It's I, I would have loved
0: for him to respond with just like, no, it's basically like a large glowing lawn dart, but thank you.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and then the dude says, or Gargoyle says, yeah, but also something's been creeping around here ever since it showed up. So, this, of course, the kids are very excited, especially one Mr. Fred, who cannot believe his luck, that not only has he run out of gas, but now there's a mystery. (laughs) So, Fred um, sees some glowing, or they all see some glowing yellow footprints, Um, and they kind of recognize them. The dude says, oh, yeah, I keep seeing these all over the place, and these footprints don't look like real regular regulation boot prints."
0: Okay. I'm gonna, you look like you're about to hold on. Something. I'm just, yes, I'm going to hold on. I got to get my, get my soapbox out. Give me just a second.
1: Oh yeah. No, take your time. Okay.
0: My soapbox is out. We are, we're all ready. Hopefully that microphone noise wasn't too much for all of you. Um, I just want to share something with you. Daphne goes on to say, I've never seen footprints like these before. To which my response is Daphne, shut up. <laughs> you saw footprints like this in episode three. With the glowing footprints going into the ocean because oh. of the phosphorus floaty man that was <laughs> probably that, dead yeah. at the end of the episode because of the boat collision. So you have seen these before. Don't act like you haven't. I'm no, very Stephen, frustrated.
1: Okay, do you have room on that soapbox for me? Because yes, you hold are on, let way. Me, I'll move over. Thank you. You are way off the mark coming at Daft like that. All right. She made a really good point. And Daphne, I will give her this. She knows footwear. She wasn't referring to the phosphorescence. She was referring to the shape and pattern of the tread. Now, if you look carefully at those glowing footprints, they're like triangles and circles. It doesn't look like normal regulation footwear that one would buy.
0: Hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what she's
1: referring to. Mr. So-called Papa's.
0: Okay. Well, well, hey, let God me, let me also just say, uh-huh. one, my last name is Pappas, not Papa. <laughs> and, and we've recorded enough episodes together. <laughs> I think you would know that by now because I say it every episode. And two, I would like to point out that when you said, is there room for me on that soapbox? I, I don't know if you noticed in the camera, I physically moved over.
1: I did. That was pretty cute, actually. And I'm sorry um, for pronouncing your name wrong.
0: It's okay. It's okay. I, I, I made room for you literally, like, as if you were here. I was like, yes, let me, allow me to move over. And I, like, moved away from my microphone. Like, okay.
1: Yeah, I liked it. You are like, scooching a little bit. There was a shoulder shrug and everything.
0: Thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, okay. that, was, that was all for you. Anyway, okay. Well, okay. I'll, here, okay. I'll put the soapbox away.
1: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. We, we'll get it out right. again later. Okay. I think we're good. So, um, okay. While they're looking at the footprints, they disappear. And then. This is all apparently too boring for our viewers because, of course, whenever any exposition happens, Scooby gets in some antics. A rooster comes over and chomps Scooby's tail. And poor little Scoob. It must have looked like a worm or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, Scooby is really scared and he says, it's got me. It's got me. And like Scooby talk, I'm not going to try to imitate that with my cold. And, well, actually, uh, I'm going to Oh you yeah, too. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope, that, you just no. sounded like a yelping dog, which is what he was. Well, yeah,
1: and then the chicken kind of laughs at Scooby, which is not very nice um, because, you know, livestock should all stick together. Oh, wait, Scooby's not livestock. Scooby's not
0: livestock.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's, he's alive. I mean, What's the definition? Okay, anyway. All right, they get back in the mystery machine, and is it just me or, like, in this scene, Scooby's head looks gigantically big and I'm thinking he might have eaten something or the chicken chomp like imparted some mystical properties
0: maybe he's just swollen like his whole body is swollen from some sort of like illness that the chicken has now chomped into him (gasps) through his tail
1: bird flu bird flu oh my
0: god yes it's it's I can't remember what it was called. There was another word for it. Bird flu.
1: Bird flu. I think, I'm guessing maybe a lot of the rest of the episode could be explained by a bird flu epidemic. In fact, some of it could be complete dream sequences from Scooby's perspective. Hmm. We'll get back to that because it's way more exciting than what actually happens in this episode. Um, Okay, you would think, I mean, this is a really good start, right? And it gets even better because while the kids are um, driving around, they see the shuttlecock again. And this time it lands behind a hill. And Fred is stoked. Like, oh my gosh, he is quite stoked. Thrilled in every possible way. (laughs) I'm not going to use any more descriptives. All right, so the kids are trying to find this hill, and then they get to an abandoned airfield, and they go there looking for the shuttlecock. So this, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. They're in this old military base, and it's all abandoned. And you could do, you can get in lot. Speaking as someone who works on a military base every day, you can get in lots of antics there. Um, anyway, there's all sorts of like secret tunnels and stuff on all these old bases. Well, Daphne, they're, so they're looking around this military base. And as you know, military bases, especially old abandoned ones, are private property and you're not supposed to go in them. So they leave and that's the end of the episode. Just kidding. Oh, no. no, they do they break they're on. supposed to. Yeah, well, no, they totally they- break in.
0: They don't break in actually. Um the gate opens itself.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. It was like a mystical gate opening kind of thing of come on in. Get play with artillery. Sure, yeah, there's well, shells th- everywhere.
0: <laughs> the gate opens and they're like, Oh no. Like and, and, and then one of them's just like, It's the wind. <laughs> I'm like oh, good sure. enough. Sure. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yep. So, technically, well, they just entered. They didn't really yeah. break and enter. Okay,
1: good point. They entered. Still, I'm guessing there's lots of signage around saying, you know, don't.
0: Oh, they're still definitely trespassing.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Daphne finds some more glowing tracks. And, oh, and this is when they, they don't break in. But they go in to follow the steps. And um, they follow these steps The tracks towards like a shed, but the tracks kind of stop right there. And then they definitely do break and enter into the shed. And they hear all these crashing noises and spooky laughing, and it is very frightening. And then we take a commercial break.
2: I'm Wayne Pacelli, president of the Humane Society of the United States. As the nation's largest and most effective animal protection organization, HSUS is there for animals when hurricanes and other natural disasters strike. We're there raiding puppy mills, dog fighting rings, or stopping whale and baby seal hunts. We're there providing sanctuary to horses and exotic animals. We're there in the halls of Congress and state capitals fighting for legislation to ban all forms of cruelty. We're there all across America and around the world where other organizations won't be, can't be, We urge you to support our work so you too can be there, in spirit and in celebration of the joys of the human-animal bond. Visit our website at humanesociety.org to join us in our effort to help all animals.
1: Welcome back, meddling kids. By the way, I forgot to mention this earlier. You might notice from my voice that I'm still a smoker this week, but I'm hoping to get back to uh, my normal high-pitched nasal voice next time. So enjoy this, Lauren Bacall, while you got it.
0: Now... Yes. Now, I do think we need to address the elephant in the room, which is uh, Julie's not on cough syrup this week.
1: Oh, it's true. I'm not. I I chose to try to be a little bit more lucid. So y'all so have, upset. <laughs> You'll have to weigh in on, on which you like best. Me, like this, or me, like last week where I could not hardly speak English. Personally, I thought last week was pretty funny, but it also was a little hard for me to listen to it. Uh, Stephen, no offense. <laughs> I listened to it on 1.5 because I was like, oh, I just want to get it over with. I'm so embarrassed.
0: No, I thought it was great. And uh, I think most people liked codeine Julie. So uh, you know what whatever we have to do to keep Codeine Julie going, um, just <laughs> we don't have a, recuperate. Don't we <laughs> have a
1: <laughs> We have a PO box now, so send and I live oh, in Washington no, State. No. So uh, Oh no 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 don't don't oh, send can me you your joke. Do I is, don't I don't think you're allowed to mail pods. I still and don't stuff. think you
0: can mail narcotics. Yeah, I
1: don't <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I could become a uh, mild alcoholic or something i'm willing to try that for our fans anyway okay um no i'm not actually willing to do that um but i would like od on chocolate or something that might be we could get on sugar highs
0: oh my gosh i am trying to not eat sugar right now but i would totally just like abandon that whole quest for
1: for you listeners maybe not not for my own enjoyment no, 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 of course not, of course not. Okay, uh, they go into the shed, and it sounds like radioactive stuff is happening inside, if that makes sense. It's like, rawr, like engine noises. Fred breaks in, the tracks vanish, but inside it was a generator that was going, and it's still warm. And this is one of those episodes where they spend a lot of time finding things that they're like, a ghost wouldn't need a generator, but here is a generator. So therefore, which premise is incorrect? And, you know, there's a lot of talking like that. Okay, now they hear that sound again and they see the spaceship land and they're like, well, let's go look for more clues. They don't go right up to the shuttlecock and check it out. Instead, they look around at other stuff. Um, And Scooby and Shaggy walk around eating peanuts and looking for a ghost alien. Shaggy tries to, uh
0: Apparently in cartoon land, just, I've noticed this in other shows, but specifically multiple times in Scooby-Doo now, you just eat peanuts in the shell, (laughs) like shell and all, you just like without chewing them really hard. Those things are fibrous. Like it is hard to eat a peanut shell. I've done it. Oh, me too. I've tried also. It's not not good. It's not pleasant. It's like eating a kiwi with the brown on the outside. Like it's just not, it's not good.
1: It's not and how it's meant to be, no. They
0: just like gobble up those I almost said Gurgle or gargle. Garble. Whatever the What guy's did you name,
1: name our was. guy? Um, gurgle?
0: Um, gargle. Gargle, thank you. It was gargle. yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I almost said that. But no, they just gobble up those peanuts just like nom 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 shell and all. And I don't I don't get it.
1: It's about the extra fiber.
0: Okay. Because well, you gotta get I it mean, somewhere.
1: And yeah, dogs don't like care. Dogs I don't, don't I eat mean, that's true. Wait, do dogs eat the shells of peanuts? Do elephants? I mean, do they like I don't munch know. Them Hang on a second. Ghost,
0: the come here. Eat yeah, this peanut with the shell on it. Eat. Is he doing it? Is he? No, no, no he doesn't appear see. to want it. He doesn't huh, he doesn't weird. seem to want it. Also, the door is closed, so he's having trouble getting in. That could Poor be part ghost. of
1: it. ghost. I'll do some experiments later on my dogs and get back to everyone.
0: That uh, well, right. specifically with peanuts, let's clarify. Oh yeah, that. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. peanut experiments. We call them elephant peanuts in our house and they're a big hit. Um, so, (laughs) alien, uh, okay, so, Scooby and Shaggy playing with peanuts, Shaggy tosses them to Scooby. but the alien's hand reaches out and grabs it, um, and, uh, the alien laughs a lot and seems to be really happy to have these peanuts, so, again, why do they think he's a ghost, but they do, um, and they're like, oh, but a ghost wouldn't eat peanuts, so Shaggy and Scooby pretend to be pilots to fool the ghost alien, and they look really awesome, by the way, um and they get stuck inside the plane cockpit in cockpit um by the way once my son oh it wasn't cockpit it was shuttlecock peacock the word peacock he like couldn't go to sleep one night just from laughing at the word peacock for like a half hour (laughs) Words are funny. Anyway, okay. Um, they they release a life raft and escape. Other kids are searching the machine shop. There's lots of dangerous equipment. I'm gonna go through this kind of quickly because, like, not a lot happens. Like, there's this really strange scene where the big kids are you know going through this machine shop and like huh more machines and they're greasy but why would a ghost need a machine I mean they literally have this conversation 10 times throughout the episode they must have been so short on plot which is crazy because you have an alien theme here this is a really promising episode but no they just talk over and over again about well couldn't be a ghost and then Fred gets yanked up by his pants by a big hook and is stuck up in the air for a while
0: yeah that happened
1: and it happened and it was really stupid because Fred's like come on girls get me down and they're like we don't know how
0: well you've got Daphne and Velma down there and in the most condescending way Fred goes I mean Velma surely you can figure this out and he really puts (laughs) the emphasis on you
1: Poor Daphne. Maybe Velma was just like as a show of solidarity. Like, uh, no, I guess I my poor pretty little head can't figure out which button to push. Uh, I'm just going to go find Shaggy and Scooby. They're boys. They can help you. I mean, that's pretty much how the conversation went. It was really weird. Essentially. No, essentially. So, and Fred says, I feel like a side of beef. Um... It was very strange. Um, so
0: I missed that.
1: Meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby see a cadaver, I think. Um, they're in some other room where there's a parachute guy and there's like a man's form stuck in like the parachute jumping suit. And I know I thought it was a dead body, but it's hard to say. That's
0: terrifying. I, I don't know. remember that at all. Maybe
1: I was, I was on medication while watching this. Okay, Shag and Scooby scare each other for a while because they're both wearing sheets and they both think each other are ghosts.
0: As we all know, sheets in the Scooby-Doo universe, if you wear <laughs> a sheet, you are a ghost. You
1: are a ghost. And everyone, no matter how smart that character usually is, if they see you in it, they'll think you're a ghost. So- this
0: was the dumbest of those exchanges, though. <laughs> yeah, legitimately, okay. because it would be like... Scooby would have the sheet on, and Shaggy would be like, oh, no, a ghost, and he would hide under the sheet, and Scooby, his sheet, and Scooby would take his sheet off, and then be like, oh, a ghost, and hide under it, and then Shaggy would be like, where, and he would take his sheet off and see Scooby and be like, oh, a ghost, and it just, oh, my God, it went back and forth far it was too a lot. Long
1: far too long. Again, not so much plot. Okay, so now all four of these kids go back for Fred, who is still like stuck up in the ceiling somehow. And then all of a sudden he's down. We never got to see him actually get lowered down. And now all the kids see the ghost, which I've gotten quotes here because again, not a ghost. It's an alien, but they're calling him a ghost now. Um, And even Fred is so freaked out that he wants to run away. And we'll find out what happens after this commercial break.
0: Hey, do you know what the world needs? What's that? More comic book podcasts. Really? Yeah, I know. You know what else the world needs? Huh? More video game podcasts. Isn't there a way we could talk about both? Hmm. Ours! I'm Chris. I'm Sean. And we do Play Comics, a show where we look at video games based on comic book properties and how well they stick to that source material. And if they really suck, we rip into them hard. Because way too many of them do. Uh-huh. Check us out over at playcomics.com or any of your favorite podcast catchers. Haha! <laughs>
1: So now Scooby and Shaggy are searching the mess hall, which is the scene everybody loves, right? When they get to loose in a kitchen. That's always fun. Um, Scooby he didn't
0: seem to know what a mess hall was either. You didn't? No, he didn't. Oh. He was like, a mess hall? Like, I don't know what that is. Like, he, he said something really dumb about <laughs> oh, making a mess. God. But oh, maybe there's boy. food in there
1: oh boy oh the puns um so Scooby is stuffing all his face with everything meat he can find um and he gives one single olive to Shaggy and Shaggy's like Scooby you actually found a clue believe it or not meat a ghost wouldn't need meat so yet again another one of these conversations um and then there's a big chase scene because the alien gets in there somehow and Scooby Um, gets stuck in an automatic dishwasher, and I got to tell you, it looked so relaxing. He's like on this conveyor belt, and his back's getting massaged, and it's all this nice warm water. Um, Once you have children, listeners, anything that involves you reclining and not having to move around a lot is amazing. Like going to the dentist to get my teeth cleaned now is seriously entertaining. No,
0: no, that will never be amazing. The dentist is the worst place, (laughs) the worst place in the world, and I'm so scared of it.
1: I'm, okay, we'll have to have a whole other episode all about that. Anyway, if there's, there's a ever more- a
0: dentist themed like caper? Oh, oh. there's got to be. Oh, I, that'll be mm, that'll be when I tap out. That'll be when co host <laughs> number two comes on board.
1: Um, there's more chasing. I'm thinking a Dexter Scooby crossover, including a dentist.
0: Oh, oh no, no, <laughs> no. Here, here. This is the official <laughs> stance of the meddling kids podcast. Don't go to the dentist, dentist. <laughs> you don't need them. Like. Yes. <laughs> I haven't been to a dentist in five and a half years, and I'm good. Like, Oh, I'm, no. I'm alive.
1: Oh I'm going to get a gosh. lot of people
0: commenting like, you need to go to the dentist. Yes, yeah, <laughs>
1: seriously. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The uh, East Coast uh, side of meddling kids is anti-dentist. The West Coast yes. and our beautiful teeth. We love the dentist. Okay. More chasing. Um, the big kids are talking about this for a while. I wish I knew where Scooby was. I wish I knew where that ghost was. I wish I knew where that shuttlecock was. It's like, oh my gosh, please, plot. Okay, Fred randomly looks in a barrel, and he finds a newspaper with glowing dots where the fingers would have held it in the newspapers from yesterday, and it talks all about this shuttlecock landing. And why would a ghost be reading a paper? Maybe it's not a ghost at all. Um, Meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby play with some trash can lids for a while, and we hear the alien laughing again. Um... And Scooby. Oh, and by the way, the alien hasn't done anything illegal yet. No. I mean, I guess trespassing, maybe.
0: Nothing more legal than the kids.
1: Yeah, it's laughing while creepy. I guess. Um, Shaggy and Scooby lock themselves in a shed. Scooby throws a key out the window to keep it safe, and that makes lots of problems for them later more chasing scooby taunts the ghost cutely by like doing a little kind of thing um the big kids are still walking around worrying talking about sure wish i knew where scooby was okay don't worry it's about to get more actionful. shaggy is now carrying a huge torch he found which i would not want him to ever have an open flame but so be it no he's followed by the alien they go to the motor pool the kids look at a jeep this jeep has four flat tires but when they climb underneath they realize and look at it from the bottom it actually has four good wheels it's just like decoy ones on the outside to make to convince them that it had flat tires and also it's still warm and then the jeep suddenly turns on and drives off without a driver. So, that was exciting, although it had nothing to do with the plot. Now, a hangar opens, and where there were four doors, now there's four of the ghosts. This was legit creepy. A whole army of these ghosts, of these ghost aliens. And now we realize the true plot of the episode, which is the machines are taking over.
0: Yep, this is this is it. This is this, the singularity has occurred. This is Judgment Day from T two. Exactly, and they are they are all taking over. This is Cyberdyne has yeah. Cyberdyne, I don't know Skynet. Sure, boom Skynet, it's happening. This is our it, future.
1: It, absolutely. I mean, I'm just wondering which of these kids is actually a replicant because. It's all it's all the machines now. There's the human time is is ending. Um, I think if uh-huh. any
0: one of them was a replicant, I think it's yeah. pretty clear that it would be Fred.
1: Oh, absolutely, Fred's the replicant. Yeah, followed right. potentially by Daphne, but yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, my theory is that the kit, this abandoned airfield, the machines were there was definitely like some testing equipment. The machines took over. There were no humans or official U.S. Air Force personnel to keep things in check and the machines you know got smart and now they're ready to take over starting with making shuttlecocks that fly and are ragged for some reason okay anyway shaggy and scooby run to the top of an air traffic control tower um and up there scooby plays a trumpet which is cute um but the alien comes up and they shaggy and scooby jump off the top of this air traffic control tower to escape from the alien and but fortunately they had a parachute so they are okay
0: now we're just in Die Hard 2, Die Harder.
1: Die Harder, exactly. Yes, it's every movie. And then all of a sudden, it's not the end of the episode, but Sheriff is there along with Mr. Farmer. Far- first name, Garigal.
0: Garigal. There you Garigal.
1: Go. Garigal you. Farmer. The Sheriff and Garigal came because they. Saw that the kids had trespassed, and were like, hey, what are those kids doing? And also because <laughs> they wanted to get to the bottom of this mystery, too. So they noticed that an a- the alien went into an experimental wind tunnel. Again, lots of interesting, like, sciencey experiment places here. Um, and this episode ends pretty quickly because they, Fred turns on the wind tunnel and the alien costume flies off. But fortunately the clothes that this human was wearing underneath stay on because that would definitely a bit of explicit. Um, and it's just some random dude we've never seen before. Mr. Henry Bascom, Mr. Farmer's next door neighbor. Yeah. Betraying
0: gurgle like that. I don't.
1: I know. Okay. So here's what happened. Kids. Henry Bascom used a projector in a speeded-up soundtrack to create all these effects because the U.S. Air Force was going to buy up some property around this old post or along this old installation. So he wanted to scare away Mr. Garigal Farmer, buy Garigal's land, and then resell it to taxpayers at an exorbitant price. Um, all the other creepies that he made, i.e., the other army of aliens, were just stuffed dummies. And the Jeep was run by remote control. So, yeah, it was just a projector, soundtrack, stuffed dummies, and the whole purpose was so that he could buy Garagall's land and then resell it. And Oh, and the projector, of course, is what made the shuttlecock go. That wasn't a thing that existed. And uh there was no meddling kids line at the end. I'm sorry. I I, I guess I just feel kind of let down, children, and I I'm sorry for for all of you. I mean, you stuck with us through this episode. You listened to my weird raspy voice. You had to hear Steven on a soapbox, but but we don't have much for you. Oh, they could have done so much more alien-wise. There could have been a whole bunch of puns.
0: It was kind of a weak episode. I I honestly, I now know so much more about this episode than I did watching it because I didn't remember any of that. I remembered Gargle and his shotgun and then the ghost costume and that was about it.
1: Well, I mean, one thing that I can tell you about this episode that was really weird was the art was very, very strange. Some of the characters were drawn very weirdly. So Scooby, as I mentioned, looked oversized. Fred at one point looks like um, oh, that famous comedian who did the uh pledge for uh muscular dystrophy jimmy lewis jerry, jerry, jerry lewis. lewis yeah fred looks like jerry oh, lewis in R. one R. picture r.i.p and um uh, daphne looks all weird in one so i'll put all those clips on uh on facebook i don't know maybe they just like they were one episode short. They're like, real quick, come on, guys, let's just make another episode real quick. Uh, uh, land developer, uh, we haven't done aliens yet. Maybe do that.
0: We are coming up on the end of the first season. So I maybe, know. maybe that was what they did.
1: Well, I will tell you this. Our listeners are very creative and could certainly have helped boost up the script. For example, Matt Norton, he submitted our meddling question of the week. He wants to know... Who would win in an eating competition? Scooby or Garfield the Cat? D Steven, do you know who Garfield is?
0: Of course I know who Garfield is.
1: No, he's kinda of predates you. All do right. I
0: know who predates <laughs> me? No, I oh oh all right, alright. You know I I as well hate Mondays.
1: <laughs> okay. And love lasagna?
0: Yeah, well that was my question. So if we're gonna oh, discuss okay. this. Because Garfield's are they pickier, yeah. Garfield's pickier. What picky. day he's... of the week is this taking place on?
1: Oh, good point. Okay. I think if
0: it's on a Monday, Garfield loses because he's just—he's so downtrodden, he's so upset because it's a Monday and he doesn't like it.
1: He drowns his sorrows in food, though. He's an emotional eater.
0: Mm, that could help. So if it's a Monday and it's lasagna, yes, killer. Okay. If it's a Monday and it's like cat, he's probably not going to be down with that. But Scooby as a dog, hey, Scooby as a dog would be like, yeah. Nom nom, nice. nom, 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 not. not cat.
1: Scooby would not eat a cat. Garfield definitely not eat a cat. Scooby you don't know that my dog chases feral cats, cats
0: in our backyard, and I'm convinced he- if he ever catches one, oh, no, he's that not going to eat for he, it.
1: He's going to shake it till it's dead, but oh, he's no. not going to chomp it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like cats, so actually, I'm not that sad by that. You know, I'm I like, like. All right,
1: you are more saddened by my premise that it would he would quickly break its neck than your premise that he would eat the cat.
0: Not like alive. I don't know. I don't-
1: okay. All right. Well, here's here's my premise, the, or my my assumption is that Scooby is not picky. Like if it's edible, he'll eat it. Garfield is a little picky. He definitely has a wide palate, but he mostly prefers things with Italian influence. And so I think a liverwurst and ice cream sandwich, maybe he'd try it. I don't think he's gonna chomp that down the way Scooby would. But if it's a, a tray of lasagna, Garfield hands down.
0: Hmm, I I did try to Google eating competition Garfield Scooby-Doo, but it did autofill to eating competition death. And I'm kind of scared of (laughs) what is happening. So actually, okay, 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 okay. There has been an eating competition on Garfield. There's never been an eating competition on here. Okay, so I'm on a sketchy website now. (laughs) <laughs> so, the question was posed. Who can eat 100 pounds of their favorite food the fastest? They are not allowed to drink anything, and the only thing they're allowed to put in their mouth area wa- area <laughs> <Mouthed out laughs> whatsoever area. are whatever food has been chosen yeah. for them lying in front of them. So, we have Garfield the cat. With lasagna versus Jughead with hot dogs versus Ooh. Dagwood with hoagies versus Shaggy with pizza versus Wimpy with hamburgers versus Homer Simpson with donuts versus the Blob with chocolate cake versus the Tasmanian Devil with basically all the proteins versus Fred Flintstone with brontosaurus ribs. And when people came down to it, yeah, I'm just gonna see what happens. Um, Garfield does seem to have the majority of the. Vi- well, no, Shaggy wins because in part Scooby would sneak up and eat almost all of it when his head is turned. So maybe <laughs> Shaggy helps Scooby out in this situation. Mm, because uh, Odie isn't going to be much help.
1: No, Odie's Odie can't even find his way out of a paper bag. Odie's um, a pointless character. Lost. Odie's a pointless character. Um, That's super cute. Okay, here's the thing. Garfield's small. If we're talking, like, per square inch of animal, like, how much can they eat, I think Garfield wins. But Scooby's bigger. I mean, he's got a bigger mouth and everything. Also, 100 pounds, like, Homer Simpson, there's no way he could do it, because 100 pounds of donuts would be, like, a room full of donuts, whereas 100 pounds of lasagna is maybe five trays of lasagna. Lasagna's heavy. How big are
0: these trays of lasagna that you're making?
1: I make amazing lasagna
0: okay so um with
1: lead lead pellets in it
0: oh never mind okay okay Okay. i was gonna i was gonna ask if i could come over for lasagna no but lead pellets no um,
1: not so great yeah the poisoning okay well thank you matt for that interesting question please weigh in on facebook or twitter let us know what you all think about matt's question who would win in an eating competition um if you have a meddling question or if you just want to let us know what you like about Scoob, email us at meddlingkidspod at gmail.com. And you can tweet at us at meddlingkidspod. And we're on Facebook. And if you want to send us mail, we'll write you back. We are, um, you go to our website, meddlingkidspod.com, and click on contact. Also, uh, thank you so much for our newest iTunes review. Uh, three five zero GT says Shaggy would listen. I want to congratulate you for choosing this awesome podcast. Both the hosts do a great job on breaking down each episode of Scooby-Doo Show. They will have you laughing, coming up with theories, and wanting to rewatch the TV show. Thanks so much. Uh,
0: Do I do a good job of breaking down each episode, or am I just really here to uh, harass you? That's the real question.
1: You break down. I do break down a lot. (laughs) Does that count?
0: (laughs) Also... Um, just in this moment, there's some real like Cloverfield Blair Witch Project shaky cam stuff going on. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really terrified.
1: <laughs> OK, well, thank you so much. I think that's going to pretty much do it for us.
0: Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the Meddling Kids podcast. We want to say thanks to Dave Seste for the use of night surfing as our theme music because it's super catchy and I dance every time. And I tell you about it every time how much I dance.
1: <laughs> be sure to check out our other shows, Stephen and Chris and Is This Adulting? A comedic look at mental health and everything else in our lives. And I do the Station Wagon podcast with my brother, Mark. It's all about science, history, and self-deprivation. And we'll be back next time with episode 15, Go Away Ghost Ship.
0: Which, spoilers, you've already seen.
1: I know. It was pretty good. But I
0: have not seen it.
1: Do, do, do. Um, In the meantime, please go rate, uh, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for sharing our posts and things. We, we love hearing from you all and appreciate you tuning in.
0: All right. So here's the thing. I'm heading to Charleston for a wedding. So I've actually asked my friend, um, Gergel, to kind of take <laughs> over duties and check in on you. So he's going to be watching you uh will get back with me he's gonna tell me what's going on um watch out for that Gargle, though he does carry a loaded firearm as we've seen which is kind of a scary thing but he's gonna get back with me he'll let me know what you did and uh just know that you would have gotten away with it if it weren't for us meddling kids (laughs) shuttlecock it's such a silly word
1: i know right shuttlecock badminton right it's from badminton is that the game
0: yeah yeah i think That's birdie is another too. term for it birdie is like birdie is like the the not dirty sounding version
1: why would you say birdie shuttlecock shuttlecock
0: shuttlecock, shuttlecock forever
1: have a shuttlecock forever team shuttlecock <laughs> have a great day have fun in charleston get in a spooky adventure